All right. Hello, friends, and welcome to Thank You for the Music, the ABBA podcast you never knew you needed. What if I was just like, step right up, step right up. (laughs) (laughs) Come in and see the show you've never seen before with your own human eyes. And you've never seen it with your ears. The either. Hot Mess Express. Step right up and see All it. All aboard the Hot Mess Express. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to Thank You for the Music, the ABBA podcast you never knew you needed. We're your hosts, Lauren and Julie, and you're listening to Dum Dum Diddle, the fourth track from ABBA's fourth studio album, Arrival. <laughs> Lauren? Yes, Julie. My love, my life. Oh. Will you be my darling fiddle? Will you be my dum dum diddle? Yes. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> and I'll be your boomerang. A boomer boomerang is love. What does a boomerang have to do with love? What the heck does a boomerang have to do with love, anyway? Julie, what is the song we're singing this week? The song we're singing this week, Lauren, is Dum Dum Diddle. And I believe that you have a history for this one this week? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This song, Julie, was fairly well-received when it was released. But, as you may have guessed, it did not age well. Purely, I think, from a sound perspective. It's not like it was problematic in any way but just from its sound, and it's faced criticism in recent years for the simple but strange lyrics and messaging. Bjorn, in particular, thinks the song didn't age well, and even went as far as saying that it should be spelled dum-dum-diddle, like D-U-M-B. Dum-dum. Dum-dum. But apparently he came up with a lyric idea at 5 o'clock in the morning, which kind of shows... But no one else hated it at the time, so I think they just kind of rolled with it. <laughs> Lauren, is that like our podcast? <laughs> yes. No one hated it at the time. No one hated it. Even though it wasn't like a great idea, <laughs> no one hated it. So we just we just literally we went just with it and rolled ran with, with it. it. Just rolled with we it. We went with it. Julie, I hope that we podcast together into the future. I agree with that. Because it's so fun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> if nothing else, it's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> to each other yes oh my gosh okay. so drop a link in the er, a link drop a comment below with what you think julie and i should talk about on our next podcast yes once we're done with abba yeah Ooh. Mm-hmm. we'll never be done with abba but abba will be no. done with us yeah yeah legally maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> the story of dum dum diddle is that of a young woman wishing that the apple of her eye would pay attention to her in the same way he pays attention to his violin, his darling fiddle. She isn't too involved with him, but sees how much love and care he takes with his instrument and longs for the same. So it's a story of unrequited love framed within a ridiculous situation set to some folk music, which is honestly true to Abba form, I think. 
to have this ridiculous situation with folk music, Swedish folk music layered on top. It's quintessential ABBA, I think. It is quirky. Yeah. Catchy. Lovable. Yep. Frida and Agneta sing together in the song, showing that ABBA is continuing to explore that sound and growing knowledgeable that this is going to be their trademark sound. True. Benny's love of Swedish folk music is very apparent in the song. You can hear it in the beginning and throughout in the little interludes of the, I don't know if it's the accordion or some sort of flute situation. Yeah. The dee-nee-nee-nee. I don't know, because it sounds like it's with your fingers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This won't be the last folk influence that ABBA will have. For sure, we know that songs later on and songs previous to it, like uh, Intermezzo, no, not Intermezzo number one, but later on this album, we'll get to mm-hmm. Arrival, which is this, but less poppy. Yes. Yeah. You know, Lauren, I thought this song sounded familiar and then I remembered Arrival, Mm-hmm. but it's on this album. Yes. With it. Yes. Sorry. you look like you're calculating something it it made more sense in my head that that was weird (laughs) they have almost the same melody actually yes yeah yeah very 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 similar melodies and arrival has that bring bring yes kind of thing going on yes Mm mm-hmm Yes. I knew I had heard it before, but we haven't gotten to it yet. So maybe that's why I had well, that weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The brain yes. fart. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last thing I want to say is that they did like this song enough to perform it live on Abba Dabba Do and even in their 1977 concert tour. I don't know if it is included in... ABBA, The Voyage, the album, the... The live experience. Dome, the live experience, the venue. The avatars. The London. The avatars. I don't know if it's included in that or not. And I honestly don't know. I have not seen any set lists anywhere and I'm trying to abstain, so... Good for you. Thank you. That's what I have for this song. Oh. That's all the history that you have, Lauren? Yes. Okay. Let's make some history with our scores for this song, Dum Dum Diddle, Lauren. Yeah. And I have just the scale. On a scale of 1 to 10, if 1 is going on hiatus for 40 years and 10 is going on hiatus for four months, <laughs> what score would you give this song? <laughs> to me, Julie, it is wild to think that this song appears on the same album as Dancing Queen. Only a mere two songs after dancing queen but i think this song encapsulate encapsulates the distillation of the essence of abba you're distilling the essence of it so okay yes into just a little vial into just a mere two minutes and 53 seconds this vial crunk a vial (laughs) (laughs) that's all i can think of yes yes (laughs) (laughs) so you think this is the essence of abba i think that 
we and I think we've talked about this before, but if we took ABBA songs and taught a computer to write an ABBA song, I think it would come Ooh. up with something like this. Like this has True. all the pieces that make ABBA's music really identifiable mm-hmm. as their brand. And it is like it's a fun, mm-hmm. joyful, yep, cheesy, cheesy. Yep. I don't know. It just makes me feel really good. So I am rating it A. I forgot what I was going to say. Yep. That was all just a stall. That was a stalling. I am process. rating it a 7.2. Ooh. Uh, That's right. Lauren? Yes, Julie. That's a good move because last time when we were going to record this episode, yeah, I gave it a 5.3. Whoa. Then, before hearing your score, I gave it a 6.6. Wow. Wow. And then I I was almost going to bump it up to a 7, but I thought 7 is too much for Julie. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. I agree with that. Too much. So 6.6 is where it goes, and I'm happy with it. I think that's good for you. I think it is, too. I think that's really good for you. But listening listening to it for the first time again after... Being on a break from it from the last time we were going to try to record this episode. Yeah. It brings me joy. It makes me happy. Yeah. And that melody sticks with you. It really does. I was like the da 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 da. I don't know. I like that one, two, three, one, two, three. Yes. Whoa, whoa. Bum, 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 do you want to go through and talk about maybe the individual pieces? Because the pieces of the song are very, very different from each other. Yeah. Like, you know when someone will make, like, a picture of a face and they cut out, like, the eyes of a magazine and, like, the nose of a magazine mm-hmm. and then, like, the mouth and, like, the forehead and the hair. Like, it's all these mm-hmm. different clippings of different mm-hmm. things that come together to make this, this face, this yeah. complete picture. This face? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn my camera off <laughs> um, to make this like image of a face that like is identifiable and you know like oh there's a face mm-hmm. but it's like yep. somehow it works to create this cohesive face even though it's five different clippings from five different magazines. Right. An eclective mix. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Of parts and pieces all yeah. shoved together. Oh yeah. Decoupaged. Modge podge. Decoupage. <laughs> See, I have vocab too, Lauren. Have you been studying? I've been studying. Yeah, why don't we break this into chunks? Why not? I like it. Okay, let's talk about... Intro. The opener. The opener. The beginning. Yeah. Wall of sound. Oh, yeah. Very classical wall of sound. Yes. In my opinion. I like the emphasis on on the beats of the beginning of those runs. Me too. It's very motivating. It's Mm -hmm. almost marchy, but like in a folksy, marchy way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. The bass is very schlagery. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. The piano is fun. Yes, the bass reminds me of um, one of their songs. I forget which one. Off of an earlier album. On another day, I would think this song is kind of cringy. Yes. Like a people need love. Yes. Kind of like a, a a teacher or somebody at summer camp is singing songs and, and they're just too joyful and too much. Mm-hmm. Yes. But today is not that day. Today I'm into it. 
How do you feel about the break into the first verse? The bass in that section, you said it's kind of schlagerish, which I agree with. It's like boom, boom, boom. But I really like when they come in and sing together. I do. I do like it. And I like the, is it a guitar? Is it a harpsichord? That comes in at like 30 seconds? No, before then. I think it's just a guitar. I like that. It's very stringy, oh. acoustic. Yeah. That's when the camp counselor starts coming in. Yes. It does kind of count. It does kind of sound like a camp song that you would sing with all your friends and kind of sway side to side. Yes. Yes. I will say there are a lot of similarities between this song and When You Danced With Me. When You Danced With Me? From Arrival. From Arrival? From Voyage. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because they're both kind of Euro folk mm-hmm. songs. Yes. Yep. That is kind of what I wrote down was that this sounds like a Eurovision song. Yes. Yes. Weird European schlager. Cheesy. Cheesy. Um, how do you feel about the chorus of the song? It's catchy. Do, 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 do. I like those do, 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 the like call and response. I do, yeah. Between um, Anya and Frida and the mm-hmm. synth organ? Synth flute? What instruments are in this song? That's what's hard to parse out. Yes. They're very unique mm-hmm. for ABBA so far. Slightly unique for this album. Like, we've heard some acoustic guitar and When I Kiss the Teacher and stuff. But, yeah, the folk influences are, are really interesting. Does the guitar feel out of place because it's almost normal? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. I love the drum pattern. I just love the beat. How do you feel about the uh, post-chorus? Which part is that? You be mine. Oh, oh, oh. And we've been together all the time. I do like that. I do like the post-chorus. I like how it goes up at the end. Yes, yes. The the chorus itself rides that wave of like, kind of starting out on a high note. It drops down in the post-chorus. And then it comes right back up again to bring you into the mm-hmm. verse. Yeah. Back into the bagpipe, accordion, folk, whatever it is. Yes. Jamming along. Be together all the time. Bum, bum, bum. And then it kind of steps back up. There is that bum, bum, bum to get it back up. Do you hear that? Where are you? 58 seconds, you can hear it. There's a little schlagery kind of bum-bum-bum. It's bum-bum-bum into the chorus. Or into the next verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Which is is very much schlager. Yes. I like it, though. I think it works well in this this song. I do, too. I don't always like the oompa oompa. But this is... But it's up... This is upbeat, joyful oompa. Yep. Joyful oompa. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a joyful oompa. I'm a joyful oompa. We're all joyful oompas and schmiedish meatballs. Joyful oompa. I like the bridge. Is it the bridge? What's the bridge? Yeah. Is that before the second verse? No. No. You know what there is in this song, Julie, that I didn't, I did not notice until just now we're talking about Schlager. 
I think there is a key change in this one. Oh, is there? Yeah, slightly. I didn't notice that. I did not notice that. Oh, maybe not. It might not be a key change, but it feels like a spot where there could be a key change. It has a... I don't know. There's something weird going on at like 2.02-ish. It almost feels like the song skips a beat. I felt that way at 30 seconds. Like the beat is just slightly too short. Yeah. They also kept singing too. Yeah. What else should we say about this song, Lauren? Oh my God. So many things. I know. We've just been listening to it this whole time. Do you think if this song had different lyrics or if you just got rid of the dum-dum-diddle that it would be better received in general? Yes. Do you think that that is like it's Achilles heel is the dum-dum-diddle part of it? Yes. Okay. That and that synth fiddle or whatever it's trying to be. Yeah. That kind of adds some silliness. Mm-hmm. Some goofiness to it. Yeah. Hmm. Otherwise, it's super catchy. It's so catchy. This would be a cool, like, punk pop song. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it being a Katy Perry song. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. What words could you replace dum dum diddle with? Lauren, Julie. Lauren, Julie. Lauren, Julie, my dum-dum-diddle. Lauren, Julie, Lauren, Julie, Lauren, Julie, Lauren, Julie. Works. Works. Lauren, Juliana, also a beautiful baby's name. Lauren, Juliana, yes. Yes. So anyone out there that wants to name their baby after us? Hit us up. Do it. Yep. Lauren Juliana is a beautiful yeah. name. It is a beautiful name. Yep, yep, yep. For beautiful people. Beautiful people only. Just saying. Just saying she wrote it. Me. She. I wrote, the lyrics are not great, but certainly better than ones we've heard in the past. Very indicative of the 70s. Makes me think of Ding-A-Dong, the 1975 yes! winning Eurovision song. That's what I was going to say. I just yeah. can't remember the name of it. So, like, the 70s were riddled with these nonsense songs that were super catchy, but, like, mm-hmm. the words me- meant nothing. Yes. Ding, mm-hmm. ding-a-dong. Ding-a-dong is so good. So good. That is such a good song. I'm going to stand by it. I'm glad we found that one. Ding, ding, ding-dong. Ding, ding-a-dong. I have to agree with you, though. This is such a 70s song. So it, f- it fits in with that very specific genre. Yes. That maybe someday it'll come back. I don't know. I think that they're fun songs. This belongs on the jukebox of cheese. Yes. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. I haven't talked about that in a minute. It's been a hot minute. Definitely belongs on the jukebox of cheese. Yes. And I think there's something to be said about music that doesn't take itself too seriously. That's just enjoyable. Just there to make you feel happy. Yeah, they just wrote a fun song, and then they needed words to throw onto it, so they threw Dum Dum Diddle onto it. Yes. And I'll stand by that. I will stand by it, too. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Abba. I also, Lauren, something that adds to the kind of weirdness and Mm -hmm. quirkiness is that classical tone at the beginning Mm -hmm. with whatever the synth is or I don't know whatever they're using. That dun 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 It's very classical. Yes. And it it juxtaposes itself with the um not a xylophone, but something something like that that comes about in this song somewhere. 
Do you know what I mean? Vaguely. Oh, it's like the flute or something. That's with like a flute or something. Yes, yes. Yeah, that. Right. It's very syncopated, very um, yeah. staccato. And that feels very childish when compared to the classical nature of the opening. Yes, yes. It's that lighthearted part of the song. Right. It's just mm-hmm. funny how they have these two things in there. Mm-hmm. The opposing forces. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Lauren. I, I appreciate this conversation. It's been a good conversation. I agree. Half of it was us listening to the song. This may be controversial, but this is a damn good song. And I agree with you. Yes. Yes. We agree. Agree. She drove me here. Let's take a break, Lauren. Yes. Now that we agree with each other after four seasons. Finally. Finally. And then when we get back, let's get right into what's happening this week. But first, Julie, are you enjoying the show? I am. I really am. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, me too. Me too. But for everyone else out there that's enjoying the show, make sure you join our Patreon. We've got fun exclusives over there, including early releases of episodes, bonus content, stickers, bloopers, bloopers. The bloopers are awesome. They are awesome. Sometimes I just listen to them when I uh, need to pick me up. <laughs> and so much more. You can find all that at patreon.com slash TYFTM. Please become one of our Swedish meatballs, please. Oh, a huge thanks to BigCon250 and Nora for being our solid gold supporters on Patreon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now back to the show. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Julie. Julie. What is happening this week? This week. Lauren, what's happening this week is that ABBA is just still tearing it up over there in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. With ABBA Voyage, the Avatar's experience. And with all of with all of What's going on over there? Benny and Bjorn have been making the rounds with the press and all that good stuff. And I just wanted to highlight a couple a couple things that they've been saying. Oh, yeah. Recently. Please. That is somewhat new and not, not been heard before. So <laughs> let's get right into it. They spilled some hot tea, by the way. Did they spill some hot goss? Oh, yeah. Is that the new word? Does anyone say tea anymore? No, I say tea. I don't know. I'm 80, 85 years old. So. You are, but we love you for it. Number one. Lauren, put your headphones on. Earmuffs. What? Put your, hear, put your, put your earmuffs huh? on. Because I'm going to reveal two songs from on. the set list. Tell me your favorite song. Oh, take them off is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, Lauren. Oh, I'm a, okay. I'm about to reveal two songs that are on the Avatar Voyage. I mean, I'm going to have to hear it when I edit the episode. 
Do you not want me to reveal it? Then nothing's happening. Nothing's happening this week. Nothing's happening. Julie, tell me. Tell okay. me. Tell me. Then he confirmed the two songs from Voyage are I Still Have Faith in You and Don't Shut Me Down. <gasps> Those are the only two from Voyage that they're going to play? Yeah. So prior, prior to the mm. opening, they revealed... How many songs would be coming from each ABBA album or the, mm-hmm. the particular ABBA albums? And there were only going to be two songs from Voyage to be played. Mm, so and these two, two yeah. are, I Still Have Faith in You and Don't Shut Me Down. And he said, it was super hard to pick the set list, but they are very happy with all of the ones that were chosen. And he, he said he also wished that Ode to Freedom could have made the cut yeah. because he's very fond of it. Aww. I agree. So, sorry, spoilers. Spoilers. All good. Sorry, spoilers. Okay. Bjorn says that this is the last ABBA album. Yeah. Saying, I don't think there will be any more music with ABBA. I think that was definitely our last album. Wow. And then Benny also confirmed this in an interview with Variety, saying that although Voyage performed extremely well... They are not going to be doing any more new music. Yeah. Yeah. Sad but true. You know what? We'll take it, honestly. We'll take it. We'll take it. All right. Here's another one specific to to Voyage. The Voyage Arena was built as a temporary arena and not meant to last. That one I knew, actually. Did you know it? Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Maybe some of our listeners didn't know that. Okay. It's a temporary structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benny said that the city planners were going to build housing in four years. Mm-hmm. Where the plot... Yeah. Where the arena currently sits. And he's hopeful, though, that even though the show may not continue for four years, that the city will keep this one-of-a-kind structure and house different shows. Or even let Abba mm-hmm. continue to run there. Who knows? So... He thinks it would be good for the area. It's a one-of-a-kind type building. You know, 3,000 seats. It's cool. The next suggested city, though, for Abba Voyage is Las Vegas. Yes. And Benny said, we'll see. This one needs to get on its feet first. I think it's on its feet. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Get out of here. All right, Lauren. The last bit of tea I'll spill for you. I'm ready. Bjorn is doubtful. Of a Mamma Mia 3. <gasps> Bjorn said, I don't think there's a Mamma Mia 3, but I've been wrong before. Someone comes up with an idea we can't resist, and here we go again. Ah. Perhaps, but I don't think it would happen. Even though Aww. Amanda Seyfried hinted at it when the Voyage album came out that there may be one. I don't know. If the big man says no, then I don't know, Lauren. Yeah, then it's probably a no. So, but he did say if someone comes up with an idea that they can't resist. So you know what that means, Lauren. You and I got to put our our two big heads together, write a screenplay for Mamma Mia 3. They're asking for it. They're asking for us specifically to write the screenplay. Julie, live stream. Live stream? Here's what we're going to do. Here's what what we're going to do for a live stream. What are we going to do? We're going to... We're gonna we're gonna separately maybe record an episode of us writing a script. Okay. For Mama Mia Three. Okay. And then we're gonna act out Mama Mia Three <laughs> yeah. 
in a live stream. Okay. All right. I like it. Let's and then let's let's do another live stream of us pitching it to ABBA. Yes. Yes. Yep. Calling. Yep. Calling them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 I, I think it'll work out. Yeah. Really well. Swimmingly. Yep. Okay. Well, that is everything that I had that is new, Lauren. That isn't dated and prior to when the opening came out. So that's some good stuff right there. Lauren, can I tell you about my PB and Jam real quick? Of course. Okay. My PB and Jam this week is called Heaven With You by Dixon. Dixon was on The Voice. I don't watch The Voice, but I like his stuff. I like, I like it, I like it. Yep, two seconds in and she already loves it. This one's just a darn good song. I like that it's like a funky kind of R&B type dealy going on. And he's just super talented. He actually co-wrote an Oscar-nominated song, the song Be Alive for the movie King Richard. And it's sung by Beyonce. So she specifically asked for him to work on this song with her. So... The company he keeps is crazy. I mean, there's there's only good things coming for this guy. I like I it. I like this song. It's like electronic R&B. Julie, you have such good taste in music. Thank you, Lauren. So do you. And friends. And friends. Okay, tell me about yours. My PB and Jam is the song Love Today by Mika. I was watching Eurovision a couple weekends ago, and Mika was one of the presenters mm-hmm. of the show, and he performed the song like while we were waiting for all the votes to come in, and it just reminded me that this song existed, number one, and number two, how much I loved listening to this song in middle school and high school. It was released during the summer of 2007. It was kind of met with mixed reviews. <laughs> one review that i thought was particularly funny said that mika towed the line between adorable and annoying i can see it yeah kind of like dum dum diddle like if it's it's a lot but if it's just barely too much for that day then it's way too much yep um about the song mika said i was really happy when i wrote this and when i'm in that kind of mood i always hope everyone else feels the same way everybody's looking for the same thing to love someone and be loved back or just to get laid it all depends on how you look at it (laughs) love today captures that the euphoric feeling you get when those things go right so i i don't know i think it's a a fun flirty song it's a little reminiscent of like 70s glam pop um it's got some influences of like queen and Bee Gees, Mm -hmm. but it has that unmistakable like indie pop energy of the late 2000s so it's a really good mix of all of those, I think. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, you're listening to it, lots and lots of positive energy oozing out of this song in a way that feels like there's, like, sunshine in your chest that you can't contain. It's just going to burst out. Um, you just got to get up and dance and move around and spread that bright light. I'm also amazed that he's such a celebrated artist. Like, he has a bunch of Grammy nominations and awards 
but he still remains kind of underground. Like, he's not really in the mainstream. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know where he is in his career, if he peaked kind of in 2007, or if he's still relevant today. Maybe in Europe he's more relevant, but um, I really enjoy his music. He got some good stuff. Yeah, thank you for reminding me of this one, Lauren, because I do remember when it came out. I I think in my kind of musical journey, I just thought it was a little too out there. And maybe that was just me, I don't know, and and where I was in that current time or something. I don't know. But but maybe I, I just wasn't open to, to kind of different ideas, you know? Right. Although I will say his one of his songs was I think the song Grace Kelly was popular on TikTok when people were like mixing their own harmonies for it. The part where there's like I can be brown, I can be blue, I can be violet skies, I can be purple. Mm-hmm. That part. Yep. So he is still relevant to some extent. His song San Remo from 2019. I do remember listening to that one in 2019. That's also a very good song. Yeah, I like that he's kind of not afraid to be out there. Good choice, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you. I like it. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for the music. Thank you for the music. And thank, thank you for the good podcast. Thank you. And thank you, everybody out there, for listening to this show and for listening to all our shows and continuing to listen to us. We appreciate it. No, thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. We, yeah, we love it. We love the show, and we love that you guys love the show. Julie texted me and said, what did you say? I screenshotted it. It was so funny. What? She texted me a couple days ago and said. And you probably didn't respond. I did. <laughs> it was almost a caftan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was. You said that. It was, it was, was almost dying. a caftan, and I respected it. You texted me and said, we're a mess, but people like us. Ha 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 ha. Which is so true. And we're happy that people still like us, even though we're a mess. Yes. Thank you. You can find more of this hot mess on Instagram and TikTok at Abbott Podcast and become a supporter of the show at patreon.com slash TYFTM. You can listen to other episodes of TYFTM at com and wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget... To rate this podcast on Spotify, on Apple, wherever you can find it. Yeah. It's pretty cool to see, you know, how many people give us five stars on Spotify. That's pretty cool. And I only did two of those, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I was the third. Yeah. <laughs> and worse was probably the fourth. Yup. <laughs> As always, Julie... And everyone else out there, thank you for the music. The songs, we're still singing. Singing. Dum dum diddling. Yeah. LaCroix, LaCroix. 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 LaCroix.
the new flavor LaGuardia. from LaGuardia. From LaGuardia. You can only buy it at LaGuardia Airport. Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo, LaGuardia Airport. <laughs> Says LaCroix and LaGuard. Big summer blowout. Big summer blowout. 